I am super excited to announce that we now have a formal partnership with the Prospect Wizard. And when I say wizard, I mean wizard. Obviously, you have a website. This allows you to convert your website traffic visitors directly into leads. It's not just another chatbot, and it's not AI, but it allows a visitor to call, text, or leave a voicemail. Immediately goes to you, your sales team, or anyone else in the club. Instantly, MIT shows a study that if you contact the lead within 10 minutes, chance of them converting goes up nine times that of the average. We got the Atlanta clubs on it, Vita Fitness, Gold's Gym, Mountainside, City Fitness Philly, College Park, become one of the next Halo companies to deploy the wizard. It's easy to use. Go to theprospectwizard.com, get a free 30-day trial. Talk to my boy, Dave Gallon. He will get you all set up and let the leads flow based on the wizard. Go get them. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the privilege of bringing in an entrepreneur who is going to help you focus, raise the productivity of your team. And without further ado, Stephen Puri talking about Centered and getting focused. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Pete. Awesome. So, uh, look, we talked right before we got on here. What's going to make a difference? What's going to get a win out of this? So taking your words and turning them into mine. Why don't you talk about what you've developed on the app, why you developed it, and how it's working for uh, hundreds of thousands of people, as far as I can tell from the internet. I will tell you the, the why we're doing is probably the most interesting part, which is there is a crisis of people who are stressed out, including people on this podcast, because there's yep. so much to do and there's so many fantastic distractions. And we set out to solve that because my buddy Ulf and I both had this phenomenon where it's like, we were stressed out a couple nights a week. Our partners were like, you're not fun to be around. But it wasn't like we actually had to like go do too many things. Like if we were focused, we could have gotten through it if we were intentional. And that's what we did, Pete. We just said, you know what? So many smart people have written about this. How do we make this into like a free app that we could use? And that's what we did. We made a little desktop app. It has music, it has timers, it's all things you kind of expect from a focus app but we added real-life coaches powered by AI. Nice. So when you talk about AI, you know, let, let's, let's kind of unravel that because there's a lot of positives that's been said about it and you know, a lot of negatives. Somebody may be starting to control me if uh, you know, the centered AI wants me to do something. How does that, you know, the worst of all evils, but high productivity? So let me tell you right now, centered AI is very opinionated and absolutely wants to control you. <laughs> For your, for your best, for your best, you yeah, for you for exactly. your own good, exactly. It is this simple. <laughs> I don't know about you. I work at home. My buddy works at home. My wife works at home. And sometimes it's nice to sit down. I got my little to do list, and I hit play on centered. And you know what? The voice of Pete Moore, the voice of August Bradley, near AL, <laughs> Kenzie Dodds goes, "Hey, Steve, let's have a great session today." And kind of greets me and starts today. I finish something. And the coach is there being like, you know what? You finished that 20% faster than you thought you would. It's because you learned how to monotask. You're doing better, Steven. Congratulations, you know? Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I gave up my aura ring because it wasn't talking to me the way I wanted to be spoken to. So the sentence was very refreshing. You're, the best part, the, to, I just described the most boring part to you. The best part is you go open YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever your vice is, and your coach, and you can pick among hundreds, is like, Pete, 
do you really need to be in Twitter right now? And you're like, no, nice. I don't. So we keep people on track and they finish their stuff about twice as fast, including myself. I'm, I'm not just the president of the hair club. I'm actually, I work here. So yeah, I gotcha. So how did you, um, you know, what, what's obviously you're trying to help a lot of people do a lot of, you know, great things. Uh, at the same time that, you know, this is a, a, a capital list society and a business model. So what's the next evolution of this? Is this like, let's get everyone on board and then like create like a, our own kind of slack, uh, down the road. You know, it's a really good question you asked because what we built initially was to say, could we get through our to-do list faster and have our afternoons to do something else, right? That worked. The unintended consequence was it reduced our anxiety level. So uh -huh. we found this across all of our user base. So what do we want to do next? We want to take the AI and develop it because I think AI, like you said, Pete, it can be creepy and too intrusive or it can be awesome. Right, right. And what we want to do with the awesome part is we want the AI to actually get to know you and, and be able to say to you, Pete, you know what? You do your best work when you are writing between 8 and 10 a.m. Why don't we schedule a session tomorrow for then? By the way, you know what? You work best to sonic caffeine playlist in the morning, but in the afternoons, you're better with that ambient playlist. And you're like, thank you, because it really knows you and it helps you do your best stuff and be less stressed. That's where we want to go. You know, when you take a look back to... um you know, working in an office, you kind of had to motivate yourself at certain times that maybe were not your most productive times. I know like right after lunch is not, that's not the time to call me in to get something done right away. Um, I've got a digestive tract that's, that's correlated directly with my brain. Um, then I need some time to chill out before I do anything next. Um, as you've seen this push for people to be able to work from home, maybe have some more flexibility. Mm -hmm. Do you think that maybe also is kind of, you know, an important part of gets get optimization during people's optimal hours and let's kind of leave them alone, you know, for a period of time when nothing really good's going to happen. Yeah. See, that's the thing is I am a huge work from home fan, but I also think that human interaction is awesome. Yeah. So if you find out, and this is what the statistics tell you, says you could actually accomplish most of what you did in the office in two to three hours a day. If you just yep. focus, you can knock that out before lunch and then the open question is, what will I do with the extra time? Do I want to go have human interactions I didn't have time for before? That's what we want. I mean, the interesting part is, um, that, you know, sleeping well is, is, a, is a whole different issue that somebody else can solve. But I feel like there are times when my most productive hours are probably between like 7 and 11 p.m. And I'd yep. say like 6 and 9 a.m. in the morning. There might be a time where, look, if I can schedule an hour of sleep, like that hour of sleep in the afternoon, a siesta, if you will, because I'm on the West Coast, uh, is actually probably the best use of my time. Um, you know, how have you kind of seen either some of the data or some of the choices that people have made, maybe unconventional, but maybe conventional for them? Well, we have found, and this is also going to include our failing, okay? So this is super transparent, is yeah. we found when people buckle down and you centered, they feel better and they work faster. But what we haven't done is what I was describing to you, and it's exactly what you said, is going, actually, Pete, for you to have the day that you want, trust me, 3 p.m., take a nap, man. I'll wake you up yeah. from it. It's like having a best friend who's with you all day long goes, I'm going to help you live an amazing life. I think that's great. So how did this you know, turn from necessarily like a hobby and like a, like a great thing to do 
for people to say, hey, I'm going all in. I mean, were you, were you doing something else at the time where you pivoted towards this? Or tell us like you as an entrepreneur. Well, I'll tell you, me, I was uh, producing films. I was a studio executive at 20th Century Fox and DreamWorks. And uh, a good buddy of mine, Ulf, who's a great engineer, he and I had become friends. And he described this to me. We're hanging out at Sweet Green, having lunch. And he's like, I'm quitting my job. And I was like, congratulations. What are you going to do? He's like, I want to make like a to-do list, like a mindful to-do list. I'm like, that sounds boring. He's like, do you want to do it with me? I'm like, no, no, not at all, <laughs> right? And he is really clever. He went off and built a little prototype and sent it to me after the holidays. This was like Thanksgiving. Sends me in January. He goes, hey, can you take a look at this? Give me some thoughts. Give me some feedback. And I looked at it. I was like, this feels like we grow into a flow state app. Like this, this does not feel like a to-do list. This could be something that's there as a companion. And it kind of grew from there. That's where it went from like, eh, good luck with that to... Dude, right. let's do this. This is Pete Moore. I want to let you in on a little secret. There's this company called Promotion Vault. And what they do is they give out rewards from retailers that allow you to incentivize your members without having to do zero down and one month free or giving away shakes or giving away T-shirts. What you want to do is build a rewards program that lasts, that people value. And that doesn't discount your own products and services. So here's the deal. There's something called Rewards Vault. The Rewards Vault is going to allow a member to set up their own profile. They are going to answer questions. You are going to get those answers. You're going to be able to target those members. And you're going to reward them inside your club, inside your spa, and outside of the club, and outside of the spa to get them to become loyal, to get them to pay their monthly dues, and to be rewarded properly for the actions. A lot of companies are cutting back on rewards. You shouldn't be. Promotion Vault's your answer. Trust me, this is real. So, uh, you know, as you're rolling this out, are you getting pushback from any any groups or, or, you know, any like labor unions, if you will, or, you know, banks that say, hey, I love what you're doing, but I want that data? Uh, you know what? You bring up an important point. A lot of people ask us straight up, is this a surveillance tool? Is my boss going to see it? Like, if you're helping me, then are you telling my boss how you're helping me? And that was one of the things we did from the very start. We're like, no, your data is private to you. It's on your yeah, laptop. Yeah, it's important. No one gets to see that because no one would use this. I wouldn't use this. It was like a monitoring tool. Remember, Microsoft got screwed up on that like a year or two ago. And we're like, no, that's, that's not where we want to go with this. The thing that we believe passionately is that it's fun to compete. It's fun to collaborate. Those are human emotions. So if you're having a great day, we have productivity scores at the end of every session. You can see relative to your previous days, as well as relative to your friends, how you doing. And that's super fun. People post them on Twitter. They're like, I won the leaderboard today. Um, yeah. And we think that's probably the right level of like showing other people what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I just turned 51. So, you know, Team sports were really important to me. Um, you know, winning uh, was important, but it was usually in a in a team element, unless I was playing like singles, you know, tennis or something. So, I guess the question for you is: Do you see different age groups kind of resonate for like gamification? You know, like external, you know, gamification uh, rewards versus internal. I just wonder because like. My nephew, who's on like Call of Duty and whatever else, they're Fortnite, 
you know, they're probably all about like the data and like the wins and everything they need to know. Whereas I'm like, Hey, I, I, I remember the team one. I don't really know what else happened, you know, but you that's know just Pete, we walk our talk. Our user data is so private. I don't know how old our users are. All I see okay. is new boards full of people. Yeah. So I can yeah. tell you, I can tell you is like, it's a lot of people find, they find it fun to go like, Pete, I beat you today. And they posted it on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's interesting to see what, you know, if that creates positive com competitiveness or I can say, yeah, but I got an hour of sleep in and you didn't, you know, so what is that worth? Like I said, trust, they're like big ideas, which are, you want to compete because that's a natural human fun thing, right? You do it with your friends, you do it on video games, right? You post a high score at the arcade or whatever, right? But there's also collaboration. We built a group chat so that people can ask each other questions like, hey man, I'm wrestling with this engineering problem. Anyone else deal with this? Or I'm doing my chem homework. And people can like post an emoji, they can post a response and starts how they feel like a community. Mm -hmm. The one thing, and I haven't really seeked this out directly, uh, but we we're talking to this, uh, uh, a woman who's head of operations at one of the big franchisors. And we were talking about like how she manages her to-do list. And I was talking about how I manage mine. Um, and I actually like have my, my calendar is everything I need to do. And then yep. when I'm done with it, I delete it. And I used to come from, you know, taking a, uh, you know, one of those marble notebooks, write everything down and then scribble it off. Cause scribbling to me was like a sense of accomplishment, almost like a therapeutic, you know, reward for myself. So are you seeing people sharing interesting, I don't know if it's really a productivity hack, but it's a productivity method that, you know, maybe they don't share. I, no, one, no one knows that I do that unless they sit next to me. You know what? It's funny. That's such a softball question because we literally built this. In the group chat, we had so many people type out like, oh, I just finished this thing, da, da, da. And other people like, congratulations, Pete. We built a button that when you click, you've completed a task, it says, do you want to automatically post this in a group chat? And it'll post it for <laughs> you saying like, hey, Pete finished his chem homework in two hours and 10 minutes. And it shows up right there in the center of the chat. And then people can respond to it automatically because of exactly what you said. People want to go like, look what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you could, as long as you don't put your personal life in there as well, or, you know, Pete, yeah. Pete completed people his second soul cycle class of the day. Yeah, um, yeah. That I probably would post up there. So I'm with Privacy you. Privacy is a big thing. There's a button, like, if you <laughs> never want to post ever, you can click a thing that says, <laughs> never ask me again about posting in group chat. We don't. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as you kind of take a look at what you guys have built versus some of the more, you know, technical programs that are out there, you know, I mentioned Slack before, or, you yep. know, maybe using Microsoft Outlook and things like that. How much have you guys thought about, you know, and, and I'm asking you this as an entrepreneur having a product. Yep. Um, you know, I think some people say like, oh, I'm doing this, but now I got to kind of like move it into the mainstream where it's like, you know what, like we got to this because, because, because this is the path that we went down. Let's yeah. not like API into something else. Like let's let this freedom ring, if you will. The same way in which we believe humans want to collaborate and compete. We think there's also that same ecosystem. So there are people who make amazing products that are collaborative for ours. We integrate with them. Hey, you want to keep your tasks in Todoist, Pete? Great. We integrate. You can just pull your tasks in. Today, I want to do these three. Boom, you do it. Asana, Linear, like Google Calendar, we integrate with all of them because they're like, you do it better than we do. What we right, want right. to do is get you in a flow and reduce your anxiety to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. So as you kind of have, uh, 
gone down this path? What kind of testimonials are you getting? You know, how is it affecting maybe domino effects that you maybe didn't say like, wow, like that's pretty cool. Like, I can't believe this led to that. Just a couple of highlights. The biggest waste of money in our company history by far, by a huge margin, advertising. It was like pouring money into a fire. The thing that we find almost every user comes is a personal recommendation. Yeah. So we basically stopped spending any money on ads. We just built a website. You can go to center.app slash quotes. Just center.app slash quotes. And when we see quotes that people are like, oh, I love this thing, Bob. We just throw it up there. And that nice. kind of proof of like a real human being saying, here's how I use this thing. Here's what I was like before. Here's what I like now. That sells it. And that is the gotcha. only thing that sells it. Every other marketing thing we tried was a failure. Gotcha. So how, how's the team, you know, how big is it? You know, how much do you feel like you need to innovate versus let people digest what you have out there? You know what? It's, is we're a small team right now because we're not doing a lot of product updates. What we've found, and this sort of touches on what you said, is it's kind of hard to articulate what it is we do, right? Yeah. Because we're not exactly a to-do list. We're not just like a Pomodoro timer. We're not just like focus music, like Brain or Endel or something, right? So we've been focused recently on simply saying, how can we find people that could use this? Whether it's people with some sort of neurodivergency, ADHD, ADD, that's right. Um, people who are knowledge workers who have to sit there and work for hours, engineers, designers, authors. We've been spending all our time just going out and demoing it, just saying, Here, here's what it is. I believe that marketing, when you have a good product, is simply education. You don't yep, have to sell delivery cereal. You don't have to sell your girls in bikinis. All you do is go, this is what it is, and you can buy it right over there. Yeah, I mean, it's not very different from, um, we've had a couple of podcasts related to uh, guys putting together, you know, macronutrients and different, you know, bio molecular, you know, uh, potions, if you will, if that's probably the wrong word. Um, and it's all about education to sell their product through a lot of noise in yep. the market. Um, so yeah, I think, I think a lot of companies need to stop and say, if I was just an educator, instead of trying to be, think that I am a marketer, uh, and if I'm not selling you a product, I'm educating you on how this works and how it's going to change your life. Yep. Using those terms differently and thinking about the process differently, you'd probably save a lot, of, lot more money on marketing because you'd actually be just educating people. And if you don't have, if you have 10 minutes to educate someone and they're not educated, that's on you. Yeah. And we're using this true. Fastest way to burn money. Just advertise, just throw stuff at Facebook audience network and stuff. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, um, how, how has it affected your life? You know, whether you don't quantify it, you know, or, or qualify it and, you know, for, for somebody else who's looking to start a company right now and, you know, maybe he's at Sweet Greens listening to this while they're just hanging out with their buddy. Um, you know, what, what were some of the things you'd say go for and what are some of the things like think about? Okay. Go for is right out of the gate before you build anything, know exactly who has the problem that is painful. Like be able to describe them so clearly. Not like yep. the world needs my magic potion, whatever. No, it's left-handed plumbers in Iowa and they will pay this amount because it is a painful problem for the left-handed plumbers, right? Gotta know that. Like Second that. thing, the days of free money are over. Like venture firms, 
cannot just pour money into, oh, I just start up. Here's a million dollar seed check because it's not zero interest rates anymore. Like people have other ways to make money. So LPs are like, no, you got to show me a better return that I can get elsewhere. So yep. you got to have metrics right out of the gate. You got you to gotta aim for profitability and not like we're just buying growth and someday we'll make This is Pete Moore. Here's the last tip for you of the podcast. We are partnered up with a company called Higher Dose, higherdose.com. They are the leader in workout recovery products, infrared technology, LED light masks, neck enhancers, and other products such as PEMF mats and sauna blankets. If you have not gotten on the workout recovery train yet, your time and your stop is now. You got to get these products in there before these workout recovery and spas end up saturating your market. Having your members walk out of the club and going into one of their locations for 200 bucks per month where they're paying 39 to you. Let's become an expert in workout recovery if we are already an authority in workouts. Higher dose, check it out. There's a wholesale code and we look forward to helping you augment your products and services to meet the demands of your members. And hey, let's get people happy, healthy, and sweating. And the recovery should be just as good as the workout. So, um, you know, as you and your co-founder have, have you know, gone down this uh, path together, maybe just one more, you know, seed of wisdom from uh, someone like you who's been in the corporate world and entertainment and, you know, seen a lot of different types of, uh, you know, partnerships. Some yep. work, some don't. You know, what are some of the things you've learned and how you kind of go about your partnership uh, that that might be telling or, you know, have somebody else say, okay, that's, you know, I'm, I better pick that wisely as I'll you guys have. Two bits of advice that I've learned. Yeah. You have to understand your tolerance for risk, right? Being an entrepreneur is being on a roller coaster you do not control. One day you wake up and you're like, I just got this huge influencer who saw my product. I got 10,000 signups last night. Two days later, you're like, oh shit, and Facebook just copied my main feature, we're screwed, right? You have to be down for that or else you should work at a large company where it's very stable, right? Thank you. I feel the same way. <laughs> Go ahead. Check it one. Value alignment. You can talk all day long about financial and say, hey, Pete, if you do this, I'll give you $5,000. We'll make all this money. You can, oh, you do this. You go. No. Bottom line is, Pete, what do you care about in this world? And if you care about the things I care about, everything will, will, will work out. If you don't care about what I care about, there is no financial incentive, then the long run will overcome that. Yeah. Great advice. All right, man. I'm going to go get on centered. I'm going to see how I do over the next couple of days. I'm going to report back publicly on all my accomplishments and things I've left to do. Drop a little heart the next time you complete a task. That's awesome. All right. You'll see me on the system. We'll get all the stuff in the show notes. People will learn from this. I'll put my personal and Dave will put his personal um, uh, testimonials up there as well. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you making things easier for people and uh, managing through because these days on your own, you know, there's a lot of discipline and there's also a lot of, you know, freedom that you got to balance it too. It's so true. Thank you for having me on, Pete. This is awesome. Awesome.